Everybody, this is Two Douchebags and Microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Alright, well as we spoke of probably last podcast, but if not, then just a, a minute ago, and then you probably heard a bunch of stuff like Satan telling you he burned souls to this show or something, or whatever, or some alien telling you a stupid joke. Here we go. Um, we uh, There was online, there was a Generation Z, the Zoom generation, Would You Rathers? Not only are the questions very interesting and Gen Z-like, but the answers are very interesting and Gen Z-like. <laughs> so, on this, you get what you get to see exactly. They answered everything exactly like I thought they were going to, unfortunately, but they did. So, are you going to ask my opinion on this? Yes, absolutely. All right. All right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. The number one question that they asked them was. Pick one thing to erase from existence. Fortnite or Facebook? 75% of 108,500 108 votes. 75% picked Fortnite. And that's exactly who I thought they would pick because they rely on Facebook. You know, hey, look at me now. Hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. You know, hey, look. Oh, look, I got a new pair of shoes. Hey, look at me. I'm dancing with, like, a rabbit ears on me. Hey, look. You know, so that doesn't surprise me. If Fortnite is considered a millennial thing, and they hate yeah, millennials. Well, once they reach a certain age, they give they start giving up the video games a little more. Mm-hmm. I'm finding out firsthand. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yep, so, yeah, so there you go, um, and I would, um, I, I, you know, and actually if they asked me, I'd be the same way, fuck Fortnite, and I mean, no, like I said, Facebook doesn't really do that much for me anymore, except keeping in touch with family and friends afar, and also promoting this podcast, other than that, I could do without it, honestly, so, the yeah. next, the next Generation Zoom, would you rather question is, I understand this only because there are certain platforms that I have to go to to listen to some shows and to see some stuff, but anyhow, post dark humor on 2014 era Tumblr, 
2014 era Tumblr was completely different than the Tumblr that's out today. It's considered ancient and old and and just I you know not cool yeah. not cool I guess. And then or get into a fight with Stan Twitter. Stan Twitter is anybody on Twitter. That's what they call them. I looked it up. Stan Twitter right. is like guy down the road screwing with you about something. So yeah. So getting to, getting into a fight with someone you don't know of on Twitter or post dark humor on twenty fourteen era Tumblr. Seventy four percent said that they would uh, rather not be associated. Said ninety five ninety six thousand votes. Seventy four percent said no. No po- post dark humor on twenty fourteen era Tumblr. They would rather, 26% of them would rather get into a fight with Stan Twitter. And me too, because if you have the chance to piss one of these idiots off, it's pretty fun. Yeah. 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 Yep. I don't have enough time for it anymore, but if I did, I'd get on Twitter and just bash the fuck out of people to piss them off. Or rival football teams, you know, make fun of them. I, I'm to that point in my life, and I'm like I said, I'm making changes to my life. Good. And I'm getting to be more outspoken. <laughs> you know what? This will be the only chance you got to speak about whatever. You know what I mean? You have a chance every oh, day a to. Lot of uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we we spoke about some of that uh, before the podcast. Yes, I know this. But I really do mean that idea that I want to come up with, maybe. Okay, we'll talk about that later. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You were taking. No, I was taking other things. Oh, oh, oh! I know. Okay. Uh, we're talking about two different things. Forget, forget yeah, it. I know. Yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, next one. Would you rather have Netflix or Disney Plus? Now I don't agree with this one at all. But I knew that this was going to go this way. I bet I could guess what they picked. Go ahead. I bet they picked Disney Plus. Actually, you know what? They did not. They this is did. Where, no. Um, I wrote it down wrong. Good thing I went to the website. Netflix by sixty-four percent. Disney by thirty-six percent. I would go with Netflix any day over Disney. Um, Eighty-three thousand votes to forty-six thousand. Oh, that's why. Yeah. That's where I was getting my guess. Okay. Nope. Netflix won, and that is exactly what I would. That's who I would went for too. I don't know why in the hell I wrote it down wrong. Huh. Yeah, right. Disney Plus would have more of their shows. I probably had to take a dump really bad, so I wrote it down wrong. I'm like, oh man, I gotta go take a dump. Shit, you know? Yeah, uh, you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. so well, that, That's kind of like me. Ends up sending you two different lists. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Page that I wrote clear back. I don't know why I wrote clear back in the back of my notebook. That's all right. It was uh, funny. I was just like, oh. Well, uh, we'll get it together. We'll get it together. We're, we were driving to the taco place today to meet Val's sister and uh, and her guy um, for uh, for Taco Tuesday. And anyhow, so I do I do it over the Jeep, you know, voice, what your text said. And Val's like, what the hell? 
what are all these names? What are you guys doing? And I told her to ask her. <laughs> the asshole hair Olympics. She's like, oh. <laughs> it was really funny <laughs> because here's all these names. You know. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, it was just funny. It was classic. So that shut down that conversation real quick. <laughs> all right, well, all right, you guys uh, have fun with your um, um, asshole hair. Uh, uh, we will. Yeah, we yeah, will. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good luck to you guys. Keep them going. Anyhow, wee wee. Okay. Next one. Would you rather keep a pet? What? Hold on. Okay. Would you rather keep as a pet IRL? Which would you rather? You know what? I'm just going to go this list, this list online because I think I was falling asleep when I wrote it because I wrote it just completely. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm just, hang on a second, bear with me here. Let me go uh, online and read this. I know exactly what you're talking about. You all see my notes. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Okay, which would you rather keep as a pet IRL? Baby Yoda or Minecraft Sheep? I don't have Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, I would pick that one too. Who cares about Minecraft and their fucking sheep? Baby Yoda's cool. Video games again. Yep, ninety-nine point five five thousand votes, so almost a hundred thousand votes. Um, to twenty-one percent, which is twenty-five thousand votes. So uh, Baby Yoda won seventy-nine percent to twenty-one percent, and that is a landslide. So good. Yeah. Everybody loves Baby Yoda, though. Who doesn't love Baby Yoda, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Baby Yoda's cool. Minecraft sheep. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in a Baby Yoda Facebook group. No, cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's just different memes. Oh, it is? It's just got a bunch of memes? Yeah, just different memes with Baby Yoda in it. Send me a couple of memes, will you? Uh, uh, baby uh, Yoda memes. Let me, let me, look, let me find a But I don't want to be in the group. I'm in enough groups. If you can just, like, toss a couple to me, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will. Okay, thanks. All right. Pick a family member to argue with over the holidays. Your Karen, in parentheses, aunt, so your aunt that's a Karen, or your close-minded uncle. Do what? Pick a family member to argue with over the holidays. Your Karen, in parentheses, aunt, so your aunt that's a Karen, or your close-minded uncle. Your Karen. I my close-minded uncle. Uh, me too, but they voted your Karen aunt is who you would rather get into an argument with. Sixty-six percent. Well, or, that that shows they don't have no respect. Uh, no, I know. Well, your close-minded uncle, or your aunt, oh, your Karen aunt. You're just afraid of it. Well, I'm not. That's right. You know what? You're right. That's it. They're they're afraid of them. So uh, I, sixty. I, I would rather take on the old man. Me than too. Beat up on some old woman. It'd be like fucking with Archie Bunker. It'd be fun. Uh, so anyhow, so the Karen aunt by sixty six percent, as opposed to the close minded uncle thirty four percent, eighty thousand votes to forty thousand votes. Interesting there. 
Which millennial? I would think that they would have rather went for the uncle. I don't know why, but that's just what I thought they would have done. The next one. Which millennial food trend would you rather eat? Rainbow everything or charcoal everything? And both of these are trends that went on. They had rainbow everything. I think it was for like gay pride or something. And then they had charcoal everything. I'm not sure what that was for. And it's like ice cream that looked like charcoal or donuts that are like all uh, different rainbow colors. And this is exactly what I thought that they were going to go for too. It, the margin was pretty wide, but not as wide as I thought it was going to be. What do you think? I'm guessing they went rainbow. They did. 68% to 32%. So I personally would go charcoal. I, I would too, because I think it's cool just eating stuff I like, like that. on the grill, you know. Yeah, me too. And also, I think it would draw more interest. Rainbow colored stuff be like, oh, that looks delicious. Charcoal would be like, what the hell is that guy eating? Looks like a piece of burnt wood. What the hell? You know, people come over and look, and you know, what the hell is he doing? You know, that sounds more appealing to me than rainbow well, whatever. Then you, got, then you don't have as many people asking you for a piece. Oh, that's true. I ain't eating that burnt shit. Like, that's right, you're not. It's mine. So, the next one. Would you rather get mistaken for the broken, lazy generation or the Fortnite generation? So, I'm wondering if the broken, lazy generation is X and the Fortnite generation is the millennials. I don't know. It doesn't that clarify. That'd be my guess too. This surprised me. I thought it was going to go the other way. Who do you think? You want my honest opinion? Yes. Neither. Um, I think they're going to go the broke. Uh, or, or no, I thought they're going to. I thought they're going to go the Fortnite generation. They went the broke and lazy generation, 66% yeah. or 76,000 votes, the 34%, which is 40,000 votes. No, 39,000 votes, not 40. So, that surprised me a little. Um, I yeah. did think that they wanted anything to do with Xers, and they would rather be with millennials uh, or, you know, along that. But I think they hate millennials worse than us. I really do. Um, next well, one because they're so close in age yes I think so it's like they're big brothers that they don't like or something yeah 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 next one which would you rather give up computers and laptops or phones this one is exactly what I thought they were going to pick and I would pick it too to be honest You got a guess? I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna say they're gonna give up computers and laptops by seventy-seven percent. And I, like I said, I think that's a pretty easy one. Seventy-seven percent said that they would rather give up their computers and laptops and keep their phones. Twenty-three percent said phones, and I think that's pretty explanatory, isn't it? 
you can go anywhere and be on your phone and stay informed. You know, you don't always have Wi-Fi. You don't always have the space available for a laptop or a computer. So that's exactly the way I thought it would go. I'm surprised that 23% picked the phone, actually. I thought it might be like 1% or 2%. Because when I first got these, I did not, it didn't have the answer. You had to push on it for the answer. And I got to pick these things uh, organically without knowing anything about it. Well, then, this, this comes from a Gen Xer. Uh-huh. Same here, Gen Xer. It's part of a podcast. <laughs> yes. I am using my phone right now, man. No, I know, man. You know, that's how I get all my stuff, too. Um, you know, there's... Uh, I listen to all different types of stuff. Like I said, you know, I listen to Bubba on my phone. I listen to uh, uh, Man Cow does like a weekly podcast deal from his home or something. I listen to that. I listen to. Uh, I tried to listen to Bob and Tom the other morning because of Donnie Baker or Ron Sexton right, that passed right, away, right. but I didn't get a chance to. So I'm going to try to find it. Yeah, um, I missed it too. Yeah, I'm going to try to find it. Um, I'll even I'll even listen to local stuff like Johnny Dare on my phone too because it's always there unless I'm in the car then I'll just turn it on the rock because that station has a booming signal but you know um, if not I'll listen to it on my phone too along with some other shows that interest me so uh, um, okay uh, finally the final one would you rather watch old Disney shows or old Nickelodeon shows and this is the opposite of what I would pick. Rob, you got an idea? Anything? Oh, man. Well, see, I'm this is what you think I would pick, not your kids here. Uh -huh. I'm thinking back to my kids here. Honestly, I kind of like the Nickelodeon shows. Better. Me too. That's exactly what I would have picked too. But they picked opposite. They picked old Disney shows by 71,000 votes, 64%, as opposed to old Nickelodeon shows, 36%, 40,000 votes. So. I could kind of see that. Yeah. I mean, you know, because I, I, kids, you know, they, they're a little separated, so, yeah. We're talking about a generation a hell of a lot younger than what we, like, give them credit for. So they probably would like right. Disney. Yeah, they probably would. So, yep. Uh, anyhow, uh, we'll be right back right after this. With Two Shirley Temples and a bottle of scotch. We'll be right back. As pleasant as 50 grit sandpaper to your inner thighs. Oh, oh shit, what's, what's that, that over, over there? there? Oh, oh no, it's, it's the island, island of horrible jokes. jokes. I can't take my dog to the lake. The ducks keep attacking him. That's what I get for having a purebred dog. <laughs> This is a voice guy from your favorite podcast, Two Douchebags and a Microphone. People often ask us how they can find us when doing a remote broadcast. 
One, smell. Go to the city market and start sniffing. Our aroma has been described as a mixture of flea powder for goats, Tabasco sauce, and old sock with dark fuzzy urine. Two, look for the spot absent of patrons. Three, the most telling sign is a crowd of patrons vomiting uncontrollably. Four, just call us at 816-512-7717. No one invited them, but they still linger. All right, Rob, you got anything you want to throw in right now, or do you want to go into a couple of silly stories? No, I, I, I got a story. Go uh, ahead. Something I ran across. The floor is yours, my friend. Uh, the Internal Revenue Service announced Monday it is ending the decades-long practice of unannounced revenue officer visits to taxpayers. Good. It looks to decrease taxpayer confusion and enhance safety measures. People are probably shooting According them. To, huh? People are probably shooting them. Enhance safety yeah. measures. Yeah, 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 let me read this, then I'm going to go into that. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Okay, according to the IRS, revenue officers typically visit households and businesses to assist taxpayers in resolving their account balances and collect unpaid taxes. With the exception of a few unique circumstances, the IRS says these unannounced visits will end effective immediately and taxpayers will instead receive a mail letter to schedule appointments. That's the way it should have been all along. Okay, okay, it, it keeps going, but I'm going to stop right there. Okay. Okay, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, go ahead. Was this, was this just recently big in the news to where IRS officers were given the right to carry a firearm? Yes. For their safety. Yes. Yes, you're right. I forgot about that. Okay, let's go ahead and put two and two together, right? Now, uh, they, you, you see, yeah, you, that, that's why I came up with this story. Because I say, wait a second, just hear all that. And everybody was freaking out, like, why can the IRS agents carry a gun? But now, they're announcing. They no more home visits. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I can see where it's at. Well, I don't. State of Missouri has decided they're going to back our right to have a gun. You know, so. If they come after our guns, our state is going to back us on. Okay. Okay, well, I think we pretty much hit the nail on the head, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Uh, well, I could have told them that. We we already knew the government was stupid, right? Yeah, we always could have. I, I, I just thought it was weird. Uh, You're going to just... was questioning why were they allowed to carry guns. 
yeah, you're going to show up at somebody's house and go, hey, by the way, you owe us all this money and we want it immediately and we want all these fines. And you're supposed to go, oh, okay. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, sure. Hey, you want some tea? No, you're going to go, fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. Get off my land, son of a bitch. You fucking weasel, you worm. Yeah, where somebody that's not actually government agency. Yeah. Yep. Let's say that for a different show. Well, I know where you're going there, but I think there's reason. Okay. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that off there because I have a couple ideas on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyhow. Um. Let's see. Uh, uh, I got a. Do you have another story that you want to go into? Uh, if you got something, shoot. I got something. Up. All right. Well, a Brazilian woman uh, brought a new meaning to crime of passion after re- revealing that she fell in love with a mugger who robbed her, and now the two have become inseparable. The duo detailed uh, their alleged romantic saga on a Twitter video with over 232,000 views online. She said, I was walking down the street where he lives and unfortunately I was mugged. The woman identified as Emanuela told reporters while uh, recounting her first date in parentheses at a media event in Brazil, um, Jam Press reported. She recalled how the thief uh, took her phone but when he saw Emanuela's number in there, he said he had uh, he had been the one who had robbed her. So I guess he called her. Local media reported, well, that's one way to uh, get someone's phone number is steal their phone and get their number. Meanwhile, yeah. the, uh, the, uh, the unidentified phone jacker claimed that he had a, a sudden change of heart mid-robbery. I was going through a difficult situation because I didn't have a woman, you know. The robber said, recalling the unlikely how we first met story, when I saw her photo on the phone, I said to myself, what a beautiful brunette. You don't see a brunette like that every day, and I regretted stealing it. So I called her up and offered her uh, phone back. So I guess she had another phone or got another phone and had her number transferred, and he called her on that phone? It doesn't explain this in this article. And, uh, and then she was dumb enough to go, Oh, thanks a lot, violent criminal. Yeah, I thought you were cute too, or whatever. <laughs> so then the, the reporter joked, So you stole her phone and then her heart. And she said, Yes. Hear that, Kremlin? Yeah. 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 Uh, anyhow, um... Did you hear about uh, Cigna Healthcare getting sued? This is a little bit more serious. Yeah, Cigna is a huge healthcare conglomerate, and it was uh, it's sued. It's being sued by the state of California. The state of California is starting to do some interesting lawsuits. Some of them make sense, uh, but I mean that's what happens when you're like grasping for money too, isn't it? So, uh, anyhow, this one um, I like. Cigna, the healthcare and insurance giant, was hit with a lawsuit on Monday that alleges the company systematically rejects claims in a matter of seconds 
thanks to an algorithm system put in place to help automate the process, further raising questions about how technology could harm patients as more healthcare organizations look to embrace AI and other tool, new tools. The suit which was filed in California as in seeking class action status was brought forth by a pair of plaintiffs who were denied coverage by Cigna. Okay, okay, I stand corrected. Someone came to probably an attorney general in California with a specific complaint and then they looked into it and started this lawsuit which is looking to become class action now. One plaintiff, Suzanne Christling Luong, was referred to an ultrasound because of a suspected risk of ovarian cancer. Another, Sheila Smiley, had been tested for a vitamin D deficiency at the order of her doctor. Wealth Insurer's digital claims system called BXDX is an improper scheme designed to systematically, wrongfully, and automatically deny its insured medical payments owed to them under Cigna's insurance policies, the complaint alleges. After the lawsuit was filed Monday, and this is from Forbes magazine, Forbes online by the way, after the lawsuit was filed Monday, Cigna defended the software system and he said they said PXDX is a simple tool to accelerate physician payments that has been grossly mischaracterized in the press, spokesperson Justin Sessions said in a statement. The facts speak for themselves and we will continue to set the record straight. So, the suit follows um, and is uh, going through the court system right now. It looks to become class action, but right now it is in the state of California. And it says for over two months last year, the company denied more than 300,000 claims, spending an average of 1.2 seconds on each claim. That's all, Rob. 1.2 seconds, and they deny them. Wow. Do you believe that they had any factual information in that time, except for maybe keywords, like maybe high blood pressure or, or uh, um, heart or cancer or something like that? You see, they're, they're yeah, I, I think... To me, it looks to me like California might be exactly right on this. So, while medical doctors signed off on the denials, the systems didn't require them to open patient portal medical records for the review. So the doctor didn't even look at the reviews of them. Just on this suggestion from the software, the doctor denied these people. Isn't that fucked? The complaint says this violates a California competition law for unfair and fraudulent business acts. The suit also alleges the system violates the state's insurance code for failing to adopt a reasonable standard for processing claims, which I agree with. So, the complaint comes as a boom in artificial intelligence and other advanced technology has raised questions about the future of work, potentially upending every industry from advertising to insurance. Healthcare is one sector where a high-tech makeover could both be beneficial aiding doctors in filling out burdensome paperwork or helping narrow down diagnoses, but, all, but also um, due to patient privacy, access to health care, and the high cost of medical bills. Cigna isn't alone in adopting new tech to, uh, to remake its processes. In April, Google's cloud division unveiled new tools for healthcare claims processing that uses AI to organize data and streamline decision making. So it sounds like this. It's all going to come down to how this fucking machine feels about you because of algorithm words, which I think is bullshit. 
Yeah. I don't need to. I don't need to read any further into it. It's. Uh, yeah, they can call it wherever they want. I think California might have this correct, a hundred percent correct. <laughs> so my um, hope is those class action and they fight this bullshit before it begins very much. So. Yeah, I'm sorry. I kind of lost my concentration there a minute ago, Mark. I was looking something up, something I was going to talk about, and it took me into something else. It's okay. I was on a roll with the shit because I'm very passionate uh, about this I, stuff. I know you were. I know you were, and I'm glad you were because it kind of saved me at this point. That's okay. Now, I, I was going to say, uh, you know, I've been talking about Ozark Amphitheater down here yep. in Canton, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Well, they just announced October 6th, 38 Special. Ooh, I wouldn't mind seeing 38 Special. I didn't know they, t- well, they still toured. Yeah, well, I ran across that long ago. And so I just tagged it and saved it, you know. Uh-huh. While you were talking about that, I was pulling it up so I could talk about it. That's okay. It led me into the seating prices. How much are the seating prices? Oh, the upper level is like 40 bucks a seat. Wow, that's a little bit pricier than and I it's thought. It's a smaller venue. It's a small venue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's like any concert. There's always chance for to move up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's if I even feel like it anymore. <laughs> Yeah, right, right. I'm, and actually, down there, like I said, it's a small venue, so it's not too bad, really. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, uh, awesome. maybe maybe we'll go to that one. We'll see how it pans out. October 6th. All right. That sounds good to me, and it'd be not, uh, presumably, it'd be pretty, it'd be a lot cooler then, so. Well, I, I'll think about going in and buying a couple tickets. All right. Do you have someone to go if I can't? Yeah, buy a couple, and you know what? Go ahead and get whoever you can to go with you, because I can get a ticket one way or another. I can get a ticket. So. Okay. I will try to join you. So. Um, did you hear about Aaron Rodgers and his New York Jets getting into a huge fight? Aaron Rodgers wasn't a part of it that I know of. But That's his, funny because my next story is an Aaron Rodgers story. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead with yours and then I'll no, go ahead. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Okay. Aaron Rodgers is a member of the New York Jets for at least the 2023 season. It was uh, it was nearly six weeks into, from the time Aaron Rodgers said he intends to play for the Jets in 2023 to when the trade actually happened in late April. The Jets have quickly become one of the more interesting teams going into 2023. Yes, Rogers headlines the reason why. However, the Jets have many other interesting storylines to watch as well. One of those storylines took place during a massive fight on the Jets, the very first training camp practice. Now, they started uh, a week before, remember this, because they're on hard knocks. A fight among teammates can be a bad look, but it's really not uncommon in training camp. The crosstown rival New York Giants had an incident last season and emerged uh, from it by clinching a playoff spot for the first time since 2016. 
These issues are more of a side effect of players battling for roster spots than notable dysfunction. The Jets are going to be one of the most intriguing teams heading into 2023. And, and okay, well, I'll get to that here in a minute, what I think. And we'll draw lots of scrutiny given their acquisition of Aaron Rodgers. They were the most obvious selection for hard knocks this year, though they were very much against being featured on the series. Okay, number one, I think that if they really didn't want to be on the series, they would not be on the series. Number two, I don't think they're getting any traction. I don't think anyone gives a shit. Have you heard any Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers buzz? None. Really? Well, crickets. Uh, nobody seems to really give a flying fuck. And I argue yeah. with that. I think that's wrong. I don't think anyone really cares. And I think you hear more about Patrick Mahomes. You hear more about um, Jalen Hurts. You hear more about little Joey Burrow. You hear more about all these other ones. But you don't hear that much about uh, Aaron Rodgers because a lot of different reasons. A lot of different reasons. And he's done a lot of it himself at his own hands. So I think that the spite thing probably did happen, but I think they're wasting no time in making it much bigger than what it actually was. So, go ahead. They did want to be on Hard Knocks, too. If they didn't want to be on Hard Knocks, they would not have been on Hard Knocks. You wouldn't see them on TV if they did not want to be. They had to sign off on it. So I call bullshit on that. Anyhow, go ahead, Rob. Okay, well, my story on Aaron Rodgers is the future Hall of Fame quarterback Aaron Rodgers spent the first 18 years of his NFL career with the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. And even though the relationship between him and the team seemed to go a little bit sour this offseason, it's clear the team still very much appreciates what he brought to the organization and they have plans to honor him. During a speech to Green Bay Packers shareholders on Monday morning, Packers President Mark Murphy made it clear the team does intend to retire Rogers' jersey number. I would expect nothing else. I would expect nothing else. I mean, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... The quote was, we want to thank him for all he did during his remarkable 18-year career. He will be first ballot Hall of Famer, and we'll, we will bring him back and retire his member at the appropriate time. We think it is the right time to move on. We think Jordan Love is ready who sat three years behind a Hall of Fame quarterback and learned an awful lot. Jordan Love did look better last year. Um, how much better? Yes, we're, going, we're going to see. We're going to see how much better. Um, will he be a Aaron Rodgers? I doubt it. Will he be a good quarterback that can maybe take him to the playoffs? Maybe. We'll see. I mean, I mean, I guess he could be, but I see no indication to tell me that he is a, a great starter, you know. I mean, 
even Mahomes, though, I mean, uh, Mahomes, his first year, he didn't get to play that much. And when he was in the game, the last game of the year, because we're going to the playoffs and they wanted to save Alex Smith for the the postseason, didn't want him to get hurt. Um, Mahomes did good, but he didn't do great. So they were still going into the offseason where we really didn't know what quite what we had. So that could be the deal with Jordan Love is he looks good but not great, but he's not, you know, maybe this is a year that he comes out just throwing everything, throwing like nuts. Well, we'll see. You know, there's a, there's a rare exceptions that sometimes when you do a Hall of Fame trade like this where you trade a Hall of Famer and the team he goes to sinks and the team that he leaves ascends, Keep an eye on this. It could happen. It could happen. We'll see. Um, the chemistry over there in the Jets have not been proven. The chemistry in Green Bay was, wasn't was that good last year because they didn't make the playoffs. Um, yeah. We're going to see. So, I mean. I, I kind of like Jordan Love with Green Bay. It's going to be very interesting, and this is what the NFL loves, these storylines. You know, like, uh, let's say Aaron Rodgers does good. Next year, you'll see a matchup between the two, because I don't think they play this year. I don't think they play each other. And I doubt if you'll see them both in the Super Bowl. So, you're probably not going to see them play each other. But, like, if, if both teams do well... Next year, you're going to see the matchup of the lifetime. Aaron Rodgers goes back to Green Bay to battle his nemesis, Jordan Love. You know, they love these storylines. Oh, they'll, they'll have to. Yeah, it's kind of like wrestling. Yes, it really is. Getting to be. <laughs> it really, really is. Getting to be, yeah. Nah. Yeah, well, you know what? We're going to see here. So... Um, I've got a story about Zach Wild, and you know, oh, yeah. you know Zach Wild is in Pantera right now, right? Zach Wild does everything. He's got his solo stuff. He's got Black Label. If Ozzy was never play again, he would be doing Ozzy too. And he also right. has um, his solo stuff. He also does Zach Sabbath. He also plays in some right. other stuff here and there. He goes into these he's jam things. He plays everything, and it, it and it shows he's great. So anyhow, when I come back, Zach Wild opened up about Dimebag Daryl. He was really good friends with Dimebag before he was shot and killed on stage, and uh, yes. and now he is filling in for Dimebag because Dimebag is no longer with us, obviously, playing Pantera shows, and uh, and. Um, I'm not sure who's uh, who's um, drumming for Vinnie Paul. I I gotta look that up when I get a chance. But Pantera is back in. It's got a uh, Brown and uh, and um, and um, Phil Insomno, Rex Brown and Phil Insomno playing, and then uh, you know with Zach Wild, which is a great replacement uh, for dimebag and then I don't know who the drummer is I think I did it one time but anyhow we come back I'm going to cover that story so hang tight continuing our quest here at two douchebags in a microphone to be constantly funny once again we offer you strange insults from an alien playing old school on your computer with your headphones still attached 
Invisible ass paddlings, new douche flavors, and horrible pranks? What the fuck is wrong with these guys? Two douchebags and a microphone, pasteurized for your protection. When taking a shower, remember to scrub your asshole with soapy water, because nobody likes a stinky asshole. All right, two douchebags and a microphone, I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Welcome back. All right, as Ford mentioned before the break, I was speaking about uh, Pantera and how Zach was great friends with Dimebag, and Dimebag, of course, was uh, murdered on stage by that madman um, who yeah. was shot and killed, fortunately, right there on the same stage, but not before he killed this uh, wonderful musician, and by all counts, a wonderful person. Oh, he, he was awesome. He, was, um, he truly I, was. The way Zach Wilde talks about him and other people is, is he just had a heart of gold and just a fantastic person. And uh, someone cold-bloodedly murdered him on stage, but that idiot got murdered too, so at least at least he's in a fiery pit of hell probably. So, um, anyhow, talking exclusively in the new issue of Metal Hammer, Black Label uh, Society leader Zach Wilde was, has uh, reflected on uh, consoling his close friend and Pantera predecessor Dimebag Daryl in the 2000s and this is the early 2000s right after Pantera broke up following Pantera's initial dissolution in uh, 2003 Dimebag, real name Daryl Abbott was, and this is from Metal Hammer was uh, unsure of how to continue making music and start afresh with his next band Damage Plan according to Wilde. The Damage Plan was pretty good. They weren't nearly as good as Pantera, but I did like some of their stuff. And I saw them at um, uh, at the Beaumont Club. <clears throat> they put on a really good show, too. And they did a lot of Pantera <laughs> stuff. Any show I went to the Beaumont Club with the West was country. Um, they later on, they, they started playing rock Beaumont shows and metal shows. Okay, when they first opened, they were all country. When, but yeah. just before they uh, they went out or whatever they did, quit or whatever, <coughs> they were everything. They played a lot of uh, a lot of um, uh, metal shows, death metal shows, grindcore shows. Fucking, uh, I, they played everything, and they had a great stage for it and everything. Um, the one that I watched uh, Damage Plan in, they were actually in a pit. They weren't above everybody; they were below everybody playing. Really interesting concept. Are you talking about Pantera? No, I'm talking about Damage Plan. This oh, was, okay. Okay. yeah, yeah. This was the after Pantera band of Dimebag, and um, I think was Vinnie Paul in it too. I think I don't know. Well, anyhow. All right. So, all right. Pantera had been uh, okay. So, according to while Pantera had been the guitarist and his drummer brother Vinnie Paul's life work since they co-founded the. Uh, the groove metal uh, four-piece as teenagers in 1981. And they went through a lot of changes. They formed them in 1981, right? And the thing is, is Pantera was a rare band that was glam and then turned into, like, uh, hard metal or whatever you want to call it after the fact. They went through the glam period and they did okay. They had some albums there. Um, but then they got Phil Insamo and Rex Brown with them and they... And then the Pantera that we know about went around kicking ass and just wiping people's faces off of them. So, but yeah, they, see, I, I wasn't big into Pantera. 
Um, I liked him. I liked him quite a bit, but that's okay. <coughs> that was the only time I ever talked to Dimebag when he wasn't a force. Uh, he wasn't a force of positivity. As Wilde told uh, writer John Wiederhorn. Clearly, was still upset about the Pantera. They worked so hard to get where they did, and then it all ended. And he basically had to start over again. He was like, Zach, what am I going to do? To comfort him, Wilde sent Dimebag a photo of late Ozzy Osbourne guitarist Randy Rhodes practicing guitar in front of a mirror. I said to Dime, whenever you're feeling down, just look at this picture for inspiration, he explained, which makes a lot of sense. When uh, Randy Rhodes died, Ozzy was lost. He didn't know what he was yeah. going to do. Right? He was like, fuck. I mean, Ozzy was saying this. He's like, man. He goes, everything's gone. It's destroyed. It's ruined. And so, um, he, he was depressed. His, his miracle working guitarist and writer was gone. Just in one blink of an eye. His best friend was gone. You know, he didn't yeah. know what to do. So, uh, with the last couple of Pantera records kept getting more and more uh, um, heavier and and, uh, and Phil Anselmo and the drummer admitted it was always like no we can't do that it, it, we have to stick to our sound so it sounds to me like and I kind of knew this was like the directions they were going everybody in the band wasn't really on, on par with it and it was kind of almost like the good old um uh, artistic direction or musical direction it was really kind of that type of a situation and then after that started a lot of infighting and then you know like probably Rex and Dime were ganging up against the original two and they were probably the two brothers were probably like you know oh fuck those guys they weren't with us the whole time anyhow you know so uh, yeah. yeah so anyhow I, I love that I love what uh um what Zach did, you know, he just kind of compared it to the only thing he knew about that in his whole life, and that was like, look, you know, Ozzy could have folded up and said, you know what, we're never going to do this again, that's it, it's done, but um, he uh, he went out and he found Jakey Lee, did a couple of fantastic albums with Jakey Lee, and then, yeah, uh, yes, he did. yeah that would be Bark at the Moon, and it would also be um, The Ultimate Sin, two fantastic yeah. records, Yeah. and then, uh, Depending on who you talk to, that fell apart. I mean, the reasons of why it fell apart depend on who you talk to. Um, so then they went out and they got Zach Wild, and Zach Wild has just been like insanely successful, and uh, almost like Randy Rhodes did, you know, kind of like a very positive and and. Uh, um, great experience uh, revived Ozzy's career with fresh new life into him you know uh, so it, it was like a new beginning yeah you know uh, Randy Rhodes died and the music there was fantastic but also another thing is that wasn't said in this article and I doubt if Zach said it too was Ozzy said all along that Randy Rhodes was not going to be with him much longer Randy Rhodes wanted to do acoustical stuff and he wanted to teach acoustical. He didn't want to do any of the stuff that he was playing. He just happened to be very good at it. He didn't want to do Ozzy anymore. He didn't want to play hard rock or heavy metal. He wanted to do his own thing. 
And Ozzy kept saying, come on, man, we're just now hitting it big. Stay with us. But he said that he knew for sure, and this is in like 95, he said, Randy would not have been with me today, and I doubt if he would have been with me after Diary of a Madman anyhow, because he simply did not want to do that type of music anymore. That wasn't what he liked. So, you know, um, that era of Ozzy was probably gone anyhow, because Randy didn't want to do it anymore, and he couldn't really talk him into it at the time. So, um, I think that maybe um, his new beginning was already happening anyhow, so he had to go out and find someone different. He found Jakey Lee, who was a fantastic, phenomenal guitarist, and perfect for him at the time with that 80s sound, because Jake had that 80s sound. But then when they evolved and went later into the... Uh, later 80s like 87 88 89 and they started and they started doing different rhythms and different types of songs Zach Wilde was the perfect guy for that so it all worked out and the new beginnings and everything that um, that Zach was uh, showing Dimebag was exactly what he was needing to hear and I think it's appropriate that Zach Wilde is nobody fills his shoes but stepping in his shoes to do this music again, um, no. I, I no. think it's I think it's fantastic. So, I, I, I'm telling you, once I started listening to Zach Wild, I fell in love with him. Oh, he's a phenomenal guitarist. Phenomenal. Oh, he is. So there's there's not very many people that can match even close to him. So, like I said, there's a couple of them there that I like up there, like Nuno Betancourt is one of them. Um, Zach Wild, I mean, is just, yeah. There's, yeah. there's, there's people yeah. that can play really fast and really quick and technically sound, and there's people that can do all of that with feeling. And Zach and Nuno are like that. All of that with feeling. They can actually write a song. They can actually send, write something that sounds that's that's good that you want to hear. There's, there's these guitarists, like John Five is one of them, the Motley Crue now. Don't care for him. Yeah. No feeling. Just... Nothing. Nothing there. No feeling. Yeah, they're technically sound. They fucking hit every note perfectly. But they're boring. So... Anyhow... That's uh, that's my take. And uh, well, Rob, do you got anything you want to go with, or are we gonna go ahead and shut this shit show down for tonight? Uh, actually, I'm thinking about shutting down, man. Yeah, well, you're sounding like it. You're sounding like it. you got a final thought yeah. for us. Uh, not really. God, All I? right. <laughs> okay. My final thought is is um. Been a long day. Okay, long day. my my final thought. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've got to do this. It's only going to take a couple minutes. I've got to retell my story about um, taking over uh, my friend's Bluetooth many years ago in his van. You know what? I'm I'm in. I'm going to write it all. Yeah, out. go ahead, do it. Go ahead, do okay. it. That, that uh, gave me time to come up with a final thought. Okay. Well, back in the 90s, or was it? Yeah, 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 okay. When they first, uh, late 90s, I believe, they first started coming out with uh, cell phones, 
then they evolved into internet phones, and then the very the one of the very first Bluetooths was I, I think I don't know early 2000s something like that. Well, I went out and I got one of those Nokia phones that had the internet on it and it had Bluetooth on it. Well, this old man that I used to work next to uh, went out and he bought a uh, a van, a Chrysler van that um, was Bluetooth enabled, but none of us knew what Bluetooth was. So um, I was sitting there, um, I believe I was talking or something, or what the hell was I doing? Or yeah, I wasn't really listening to internet radio that much, but he was right next to me um, in the parking lot, and. I, he uh, turned on his car and it automatically connected to his uh, I, I'd seen it flash up and say would you like to connect to uh, so and so minivan and and then before I had a chance to hit it it connected to it and my stuff was running over his on his uh, speakers and he said to look around going, what the hell and so I'm like oh wow so I figured out that that I could being close to him I could connect to him and play whatever I wanted. So, anyhow, um, I was sitting there playing polka. I found this polka station like a little bit before online. So when I found that, I found that on the internet, and I started playing polka music on his van on lunch break. And he's going nuts. He didn't know what the fuck to think. He's like, what the hell? And he's like bitching about it and stuff and going nuts. So I'm going, I can't fucking believe it, man. This fucking polka music stuff keeps coming out of my van. And so he finally started shutting the car off to where it wouldn't play anything. But then the weather started changing. It started getting hotter. So he started turning it on for the air conditioning because me and him used to go park right underneath this shade tree. He'd be on one side. I'd be on the other. Well, one day I had to go to the doctor in the morning, and that parking lot was all already taken, and there's a auxiliary parking across the road. I'm like, oh shit, I can't get him today. So I go around the auxiliary parking lot, and I and I start looking at my phone, and it says, "Would you like connect to so and so minivan?" No one else had a minivan like this brand new one that he bought, and it was Bluetooth enabled. <laughs> Only nobody knew it was nobody knew what Bluetooth was at the time. So uh, anyhow, it connected to it, and I'm way over another parking lot. He doesn't even know there I'm there. He thinks I'm missing today because I got there at lunchtime and I had to park in the auxiliary parking lot, and I'm still connecting to his van and playing fucking polka music. And I see him out there fucking shaking his head and like pissed as hell. He shuts his fucking van off. He's sweating in it because he doesn't want to hear polka anymore. So I'm like, all right. I go, well, the final test is, is uh, he lived in uh, Cleveland, uh, Missouri, like I did. And he lived uh, up the road a little ways. So anyhow, I, I was a couple of cars oh, behind him. Yes, I did. I was a couple of cars behind him all the way home. And it stayed connected the whole time. I had to, I had to uh, kind of run the stoplight at Sneeds, otherwise he was going to get away from me. So anyhow, I kind of ran the stoplight there. Uh, but other than that, I was behind him the whole way and connected to him <laughs> all the way to Cleveland. And then um, my house is like a few blocks away from him. So I would turn down my street. By the time he got to his street, he, he didn't care. He shut the car off and probably didn't even notice that it shut off at that point. <laughs> so uh, anyhow, he kept bitching about this. And I told him, I said, man, I go, you know, 
I read a uh, I read a report somewhere that like these minivans have a fucking flaw in them. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and, and I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a recall. And he goes, what? I go, yeah, it, yeah. It's a recall, man. They're playing like some weird ass fucking polka music or something, and they don't know how to get it to quit. You got to take them in, and they like do something to it, like put some kind of computer thing up to it, and it shuts the shit down. And he goes, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought you were having some problems like that. He goes, yeah, I'm going to take that fucker in. They better fucking fix it, man. I'm madder than hell. I can't fucking quit listening to this bullshit. Drive me nuts. I'm like, okay. So Bill goes into this place, and he's screaming at him, going, fix my fucking... And they think he's nuts, man. I would love to have been there. I wasn't. But he said, like, they're, like, pretty much laughing him out of the building. He goes, it's happening every damn day. And then they came out there. He goes, here, come on out. I'll show you. And he couldn't get it. <laughs> and they're like, uh-huh, okay. They think he's a drunk or something. Okay, buddy, sure. So anyhow, it got so bad to where I remembered something the other day. They even took the car in for a day to act like they did something to it. Because there's nothing else they could have done with it. This problem didn't exist. There was not a recall on it or nothing. So they actually took the car in for a day to appease him. And then finally, I think they were pursuing like uh, some sort of an order against him because he kept fucking with him, saying, "Fix my car," and there's nothing wrong with it. So he ended up trading it in, and then that's when the fun stopped. <laughs> he traded in his new minivan because I kept fucking with him with a station that was called K Polk, which is still on air because I played it when I told the story with Topher. And the reason I'm telling the story again is because um, I think I went to school with this guy. He sent me a request for that story that he heard, and I could not find it in in the archives anywhere. I'm not sure what uh, episode it's on, but I can't find it. So here I am uh, repeating the story. Uh, Back to the story you mentioned on the last one. Yes. That you were going to dig up. Okay. Yes. Yeah, or I mentioned to you or something, because my friend, um, I'm pretty sure I went to school with him, but anyhow... Uh, no, you, you mentioned it on the air. Okay, yeah, you yeah. The story you were going to look up, yeah, you found it, okay. Yeah, and that's the story that I was just going to go find it, and then just add it on to, uh, um, to a podcast, but I couldn't find it, I don't know where it's at, so I had to do it like this, so anyhow... There you go, everybody. In K-Polk, I, my phone is over there, and I'm not going to bother even looking for it tonight. But K-Polk still exists, and they still play polka music 24-7. So, <laughs> anyhow, Rob, have a fantastic evening. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you have a great night. Bye. What he said. Bye. To douchebagsandmicrophone.net, your one stop for everything. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. To douchebagsandmicrophone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe Thank <laughs> you.
they go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, I'm glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. 